You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, episode 138 Dark Bumblebee. There is more than meets the ear with the Sci Fidelity Podcast. It could transform into vulgar and obscene content at any moment. Be warned. And now, now we just have to get started talking about some shit, and so that we can then do our live from New York. We're plagiarizing this, and then uh, I kind of uh, like that. I kind of wish we would use that one. <laughs> well, uh, Patrick, I want to tell you, I know that you're a, a fan of the eye candy in video games, and I found a shooter. Okay, that hang is on a second. Absolutely when gorgeous. When you say eye candy. We don't mean boobs. Uh, we mean good graphics, yeah. right? Just just to clarify that. Because some people yeah. already think that I am a sexist, misogynist dick, and I don't need to reinforce what they already believe. Okay, go ahead. Right. So, uh, <laughs> and there's beautiful graphics in this game I've been playing, and it's a uh, Activision title called Destiny 2. Oh. Have you played this at all? I have not played that. Actually. Have you played Destiny? I haven't. I haven't played any of the Destiny games. Oh Although really? I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not I'm opposed to it. It's just it uh, for multiplayer. I'm more. I'm more like get a group together and then go instead of just run on there with random assholes. Because if I don't know if you know this, but random assholes kind of suck. I <laughs> don't do multiplayer games, but the Destiny games were kind of the first games that almost tempted me. Almost. I, uh, As somebody who has no idea what you're talking about, could you please tell me my destiny? Hold on. Let me finish my point here. <laughs> yeah. I am a senior council member of the PC Master Race, and I'm very sensitive to what it takes to make a beautiful game look great on PC. In particular, this is a shooter that's an MMORPG, but done well. You don't have to make excuses about, uh, well, it's really a shooter, but you spend most of your time doing, like, Rubik's Cube puzzles and shit like that. No. The solution to every problem is more bullets. <laughs> but it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. I mean, it. I would say so much that you should just go get on YouTube Get on your 4K TV or whatever and look at some Destiny 2 stuff because, damn, it looks good. Okay. It is a pretty game. Is it? I've never, okay. I've never played it, but I have watched <clears throat> YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Fuck it. Welcome to the Cyberdelli Podcast. This is Patrick. <laughs> This is Michael. This is Brian. And this is Steve. And you'll be happy to know we're not doing an episode about Destiny 2 
or the PC Master Race? I would rather us never do about <laughs> anything called the Master Race. That just sounds wrong. <laughs> if only I'm never going to learn editing, my destiny. I would edit I? that out. Uh, <laughs> you are never going to learn your destiny, Brian. Your destiny is not important. Or your destiny, or any of your destinies. <laughs> I have you know, no I idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. I realize that you asked specifically what the fuck we're talking about, and I told you no. <laughs> uh, Here's thing, I, this Brian. is me accepting that in a Here's whiny, passive-aggressive sort of way. <laughs> Here's the thing, I Brian. I, I would get into it, but I just feel like it's a tradition to talk about things that you don't know about and never explain it to you. It's Why? like The Walking Dead. It's like comic books. It's it's just what we do. We talk Why would about we waste our time? I'm going Why to imagine that it's all about, about how to cook a turkey. Why would we waste time talking to Brian about games? He's not going to play the game. He's not. He's not. He doesn't even give a shit. It's going to go in one ear. It's going to dribble out the other. Who cares? I'm going. We're going to save our breath, and we're going to talk about like movies and trailers and shit that hasn't come out yet that we are going to shit on because that's what people do now right that's 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 uh it's 2018 uh hater just just you know just make it and pour it on yourself i uh i like that we've got two examples one where i get to hate on and one where i get to uh actually talk about how i think it's gonna be good <laughs> also <laughs> nice segue there. i uh, <laughs> just just so we're all clear everyone that listens to the show all of us certainly know that when Michael says it's going to be good, he means it's going to be good, asterisk. <laughs> That's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to, you know, truth in advertising here. Michael hey. thinks a movie we're going to talk about is going to be good, asterisk. I'm okay with that. I'm the guy who disagrees with a lot of nerds out there. So. <laughs> But I'm okay for, with that being the case. <laughs> for your own pleasure, you disagree with these nerds. <laughs> so so no, are we I, going to no, reveal? It's, 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 hold on. I just want to say, it's not for my pleasure. <laughs> I disagree with them because I just genuinely like the movie. I don't disagree with them for the for the act of being a contrarian. <laughs> this show has just turned into the Shut Patrick. Up Brian show. Have you like, not noticed? When Brian starts talking and we just cut him off like every fucking time. <laughs> I don't give a shit about shit, Brian. <laughs> Fuck Brian. <laughs> Gonna make I thought you D wanted to be up. different than all the other nerds. <laughs> oh Brian God. is the guy. Brian is the guy that doesn't like Star Wars uh, uh, spinoffs because he knows what the 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 end result's going to be. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to revisit that topic if you want to, but I'd really but like anyway. to know what is the movie that you are so certain will get, so get you scorned? I'm not certain that it's going to be good, but I know I'm going to be scorned because I actually think there's potential in Bumblebee not being a total shit movie. Like I'm I'm thank you for it. downloading, listening, and subscribing to the Psychedelic Podcast. <laughs> to get that in before everybody takes all like fuck this <laughs> I, I, much, admit, I really like the much. trailers for Bumblebee um, but I then what too. I liked most about the first one was the boy and his car story and that's we're getting a girl and her car story and that looks really fun and it and and uh, yeah I, I, I and Bumblebee doesn't look like a shitstorm. so so you know all I know is if you're 14 
Yeah, you know what you should do, Brian? You should go and you should watch the Herbie the Love Bug movies and, uh, you know, not not foist that onto my should-be-a-movie-about-robots killing other robots. Like, that's oh, oh, this whole, the whole human thing. Ugh, whatever. Anyway. Let's be clear. Hey, Brian Herbie rocks. That. Bri- oh, Brian I love Herbie. Herbie shit. is great. Brian didn't I guess they're not shit. in disguise Brian anymore. Brian is just talking about a movie that somebody else made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, now, no, no, no. I, like, but, no, because Brian's like, oh, hey, I like the, I like the boy in his car, the girl in his car. The, yeah, yeah. We, we already had that. They did that. It's, it's probably done better because that's all it's about. Like, there's no back subplot about how there's a whole other race of Herbies is going to come here and try to kill this Herbie. Like, you can focus on that all of that. That would be an so, amazing Herbie movie. It would. <laughs> I would watch that shit because I love Herbie the Love Bug. I'm saying Herbie that Breaking is not Bad. what Herbie Transformers Fra- is about, my friend. Transformers is about robots. But, it's a car. Fair enough. Robot fair enough. I'm coming at this robot that's a as gun. a movie. But, Bre- Patrick, and here's yes. where I got to go. Did My that, that? reasoning for like for thinking that this movie might be good is actually I believe this movie might be presenting that. Nah. There's a large chunk of this movie on Cybertron. I don't believe that there's a large number of humans. Now, maybe that's just a is flashback. It? Maybe it's yeah. only 10 minutes. So this, I don't this, know. <laughs> this is my question. You say there's a large chunk. What do you, what do you base that on? I'm saying a large chunk of the trailer. That is, ah, I'm saying ah, the large see. chunk of the trailer. I don't know if the whole movie is going to have that. The, I'm just saying they put in enough in the trailer for me to go, okay, maybe they're acknowledging one complaint that a bunch of people have had. I don't know that the whole movie, I'm yeah, saying, but, I'm seeing potential in this not being shit. <laughs> yeah. Michael, I feel like you've got a little bit of the Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I have to ask you what you think you're going to get when they so when they show Cybertron. Yeah. You already know what Cybertron is. Yeah. Who do you think? I mean, they're not going to bring you Cybertron. They're going to make something to tell their story and call that Cybertron. Yeah. That's what no, everybody okay. does. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I okay, thought Mike. for some reason you wanted to see a story that involves Cybertron and not just well, a Steve, thing, a plot Steve, device you, called Cybertron. You got to remember that I was the guy when we did like Transformers, like the first one, and we talked about it back in the day. I was the one that didn't have a problem with the fact that they changed the characters. I didn't have a problem with that. I've never had a problem with that. The reason that I don't like the Transformers movies is that I think it's filmed poorly. I think the action scenes look like shit, and I can't tell what the fuck is going on. That is my only real issue with the Transformers movies. You're a terrible person. Well, there's also the fact that the plots are absurd. <laughs> yes, there's that too. Also, they have a pension for creating what I would like to say are super racist characters. Uh, I'm looking at Transformers 2. I'm looking at those two Transformers. Also, not every character has to be comic relief. So I think my issue with the Transformers movies are they're just poorly made movies. Now, did they change the characters? If they had changed the characters but made a good movie, I wouldn't have had a problem with the fact that they changed the characters. I still don't have a problem with the fact that they changed the characters. What are you even saying? You're walking all over the place here. Here's the thing, though. It, that, it, that That's all irrelevant. That's all irrelevant, Michael. It, what you're saying is, oh, the trailer has a big chunk on Cybertron. You know what they do in trailers? They show you the best part of the fucking movie. So yeah. that that two minutes, uh, like that 35 seconds, that's all. That's all it is. That's I can't it. argue that point. I'm just, I'm just telling you why 
I started to see, actually the real reason why I started to, to, to make this point was it looked like they heard the complaints about the fact that they changed all these things, and it seems like they're making an effort to make a G1 Transformers movie, because the characters all look like way closer to their G1 versions. Like It seems like I they're know. making an effort to actually address the fact that people were complaining that they changed all this stuff, and they are honestly, in good spirit, in good faith, making a movie where they're addressing that. Now, I so, don't know... So, nope. <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael. Uh, do you know how you trap an animal? You use bait. And the bait is, is wow, the, the Transformers, they look good. Oh, I'm going to watch this thing. You're going to go in. It's going to be the same shit. You know what? you got to get halfway through, and all of a sudden, they're going to rip off that nice boxy exterior. It's going to be all jagged angles and shit. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And be like, gotcha, bitch. Aha, I got your money. And then it's, it's going like, to well, It's, it's like you've never seen a villain in a movie. This is almost a perfect villainous setup. And you're like, oh, look, it's free candy. I want free candy. I'll actually get into why I actually think this is a good movie. Because for me, Transformers is basically Transformers the movie. I haven't really seen another episode of Transformers in like 15 years. I've seen Transformers the movie like 40 billion times, but I actually, my (laughs) fandom for the original show has depleted to a point where I'm like, okay, they they changed it. It doesn't actually hurt me. I I am horrified (laughs) to discover that I have actually... Where they sprinkle the words of Transformers in there. Mm -hmm. They just sprinkle a couple of words from the show in there. And the rest, you don't care. I have come to the terms with the. I've come to terms with the fact that when they make a remake or a reboot, that is what they're doing. They always do that. Now that means you can yeah, have a problem with remakes. I get and reboots. that too. I, I'm the same way. I understand that that's what they're doing. I get it. My problem is, you're like, hell yes, take my money. No, and I'm saying I'm to saying- you. Die in a fire. You get that's, no money and, from me. And that's, that's fine. I, I, that's why I'm saying I, the real reason why I think I can be kind of okay with this is I'm a little separated from my fandom from Transformers. Honest to God, I think for me, Transformers at this point in my life is only Transformers the movie. I barely remember anything else. Yeah, I, so I am surprised me, to see that I have actually watched in some form, more trans, more classic Transformers cartoons in the past several years than Michael has, because yeah. I've been watching Sci-Fi Debris, rev- you know, thirty-minute reviews or twenty-minute reviews on on the series. So I'm actually probably I want to make the point. I'm not saying that because I'm detached, I'm better. I'm actually just saying. This is not a value judgment. Yeah, no, I'm saying no because saying I'm detached, I think it's easier for me to go, oh, this looks like, I'm just looking at Bumblebee going, this looks like this might be a good movie. Yeah. Whereas I mm. think other people are looking at it as, this movie violates my childhood. I don't get nope. any yeah. of that. I was on Team Cobra growing up, so for me, Transformers, I'm really disconnected from. I, I'm like wow. very much in the, this looks like a good movie camp. <laughs> Holy like, shit, yeah, Brian. I'm, we all liked Baroness, uh, but come on now, man. You gotta pick a whole side over that? That's uh, ridiculous. No, Cobra Stum, Commander, to say Destro, that, uh, those guys were awesome. I mean, Zim on Tomax, everybody likes them. raping but, your childhood. I had, the, I mean, I had them. <laughs> No, 
I'm not so saying Michael, I'm, not, Michael, I'm, not, I'm not saying Michael. that you're saying that, Steve. I'm, I'm just making the point. I actually think that might be why it's easier for me to just go, oh, this might be a good movie. Because I when I, I me and Patrick actually went out to go see Transformers the movie recently at the theater. And I was re- I, I made that observation to him. I've come to the point where I realized that for me, Transformers really is just this movie. Outside of this movie, it's just a thing I watched when I was a kid. I don't remember most episodes. You so know, it's you know what makes this fall into crazy land for me is on the one hand, you have these really high standards for what you consider a quality movie experience. And on the other hand, you're willing to make all of these horrific compromises and splitting the baby just so that you can get what you want. I can answer that question. I, I, I've, I've thought long and hard about that. Because when I watch a movie, I watch a movie and I just, I want to see what is the guy making the movie trying to present. And I recognize that not every movie is aspiring to be this hmm. high quality movie. There are a lot of movies that are just trying to be a fun action movie. And so I want to enjoy the movie on that standard. And by that standard, there's a lot of movies which are not high-quality movies. I like Independence Day. Independence Day is not a high-quality movie. It is a fun popcorn movie that, if you think about for five seconds, has a fuck ton of plot holes in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Though Movie Bob's <laughs> review is amazing yeah. for that film. Okay, but <laughs> reviews. All you people talk about reviews all the time. Okay, okay, Michael, mm. Michael, Michael. Um, I am not saying that. Oh, it's very much other. None of that. None of that. None of that. I, I'm fine. I, I am one of the few people that like Beast Wars. Right. So changing things like, in Transformers. I like Beast Wars too well. I did. It's not a thing. <laughs> all I'm saying is my 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 main beef. Like I could even live with the jagged sharp transformer thing yeah it's not that. ideal yeah i know you hated that because you couldn't <laughs> tell what was going on look most people couldn't i couldn't but fine fuck it i'm willing i would i would accept that my problem is is that this movie is still not focusing on the transformers it's still there's a really heavy human component to it and that is that is just not what i'm interested in and, and so I'm, I'm not I'm not shitting it. I'm not saying like, oh, it's going to be the worst movie ever just because it's not what I want it to be. But I will say that it's somewhat irritating because, you know, when the first Transformers came out, you're like, well, they can't do a whole movie like that. But now, like after uh, the Planet of the Apes movies like uh, Rise and Dawn and War, you can basically it's shown us that you can yeah. make an entire movie with where the primary characters are not humans and people will go watch it and it'll do well. So fuck the humans. So fuck the little girl. Look, 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 the girl's going to get the car. She's going to go on a wild adventure. That's great. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Right. Like the Bumblebee human aspect was not the best part of the cartoon for me. It was <laughs> giant fucking robots <laughs> shooting the shit out of each other. Um, you know, I got a yes and for you, Patrick. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. And because this is a, IP rights production lockdown thing. We're not going to get now anything that was that part of Transformers right? from anyone. Like this yeah. has been changed now. So at least until they get done making Bayformers 96 or whatever the hell we're on, yep. there's just not going to be any Transformers that's more like the original show or even the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 I, my look, only I, issue with I, it. I agree with you guys. I agree that 
it's a shame that they're gonna they're not gonna make a movie that's closer to that. And I and, and I think that's a totally fine criticism. I think there's a lot of there's a lot fine with that. And to to your point, Patrick, when you say I'm not saying it's gonna be the worst thing in the world. Dude, all you can do is speak from your perspective, and your perspective is I don't wanna see this movie. That's that's a totally valid perspective. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to have that perspective. I might see uh, it, but I'm not no, giving look, them any money. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I was going to say something similar, but not with the other component to it. So I will eventually see this movie because my love of transforming robots is strong enough that at some point it'll be it'll be it'll cost a a, a small enough amount of money. Mm-hmm. That I'll be like, yes, I'm going to watch this Free. now because I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw Starscream transform. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to see where that goes. But but <laughs> hey, fine. hey, you get you so, get Prowler. Hey, while we're on the subject of things that we love that cause yeah. us to watch things that we don't want to see, mm-hmm. I also saw that X Men Dark Phoenix trailer. <laughs> Thank you and- for the segue. I was going to do it if you did. All right, <laughs> I uh, I to go the total opposite route. I do remember X-Men. <laughs> and I especially remember X-Men The Last Stand. And if I didn't, I just rewatched it two weeks ago. Because I've been watching I've been watching a lot of movies that I used to hate. And I have that kind of viewpoint of that wasn't as bad as that. I was have too time hard for on TV, it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. it, was, it, was a, it was a lazy Sunday. Anyway, uh-huh. so um I will say after rewatching X-Men The Last Stand. I did not have the reaction of, oh, that wasn't as bad as I remembered it. It was actually worse. I was <laughs> wow, this movie is shit. This is a horrible movie. This there is are definitely some movie. huge problems with that film. <laughs> like, there are lots of huge problems like with that film. Magneto, Jean Grey, like everything involving their characters is terrible. It's just it's terrible. And so when I watched the trailer for X-Men Dark Phoenix, I'm like, how is this different from X-Men The Last Stand? I don't, maybe there's not a mutant cure. And that's good because I don't understand why we were trying to make four different movies in X-Men The Last Stand when any one of those would have worked as a plot for the movie. Why are we? So Except maybe the they're just one. making the one movie this time. But I'm like, I feel like you're still doing the same story that you did in the past. And I'm not saying you got to do all the crazy alien shit that was in the original. I think telling the story of caging Jean Grey's rage uh, beforehand and it's out, it's coming out now. That's fine. I get that. That's actually a fine story. It's different than what was in the original comic book. But by a lot. It's, it's by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> by a lot. But to be fair, it's not a shit story just because it's different. So if you tell a good story, I might be able to get behind it, but I just don't feel like you're going to do that. So, My so, same okay. argument applies, though, Michael. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get that story retold in a movie now. Well, I, so, I had very little faith that we were going to get that story anyway. So, Well, so do I, but... It's possible that we could get that because I, I feel like this, and, until the comic book thing burns away, which it probably won't for a while because... Uh, the MCU just keeps putting out good comic book movies. But, um, you know, my, my, my issue with that story is the meat of that story is the story from the book, uh, uh, the dark Phoenix storyline yeah. right. from the, from the book. Um, the meat of that story, the reason that that story resonates with people is because 
you have this character that you've known literally for like 20 years who has been good and virtuous and everything. And then they just kind of go off the deep end and you have all of these people that know this person and love this person. And they are torn over, you know, I want to help my friend, but I also need to keep her from killing people because she just annihilated a star and killed everybody that was in the star system. That's kind of fucked up. We got to do something about that. That's beyond <laughs> fucked up. That's Black Mirror fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's extra Black Mirror We're fucked up. I think that, uh, yeah. It's close, but uh, yeah. That is, but, that uh, is a moment in comic book history that there's not a lot of comic books that I remember reading the first time I read it. And reading a comic book where Jean Grey, a character that I liked. I really liked that character. Went out and literally ate a star. Killed literally billions of people. That is a moment where you go, damn. <laughs> that, that is beyond fucked up. <laughs> That's a they, whole new level of fucked so, up. So, and you know, why, the cinematic did, version did of X-Men doesn't seem big enough to allow that. Hang on. Hang on. What was that, Brian? Did she have any sort of reason for eating the star? There's a yes, whole seduction. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a whole power seduction storyline that they're never going to do in the in the in the movies. Yeah. But, but it's it's a so, whole long story of Jean Grey came back with more power than she had before. It it was connected to her emotions, and someone took advantage of that and tried to exploit it. And then she went beyond their ability to control her, and then she just so, became immensely powerful. So, so basically, the storyline is is that this character Jean Grey gets imbued with this cosmic power. It's this. The, there's lots of that in the Marvel universe. These cosmic yeah. things that float around, and so she gets imbued with this power. And so she's she can she's basically a god. Like she can generate matter from nothing at, at this point. Like that's how strong her power has become. And then, like Michael said, somebody basically kind of tries to use her to their own ends. And in so doing, they have her do like, you know, they brainwash her and then they have her do some evil shit. And uh, and then the cosmic entity inside of her is like, wow, I love doing evil shit like this evil shit is amazing. You know what? I'm going to stop fucking with you, little Mr. Mastermind guy. I don't give a shit. But I do like destroying shit like I used to only create. But this destroying shit is amazing. So <laughs> I'm just going to go off and blow some shit up. And see if I like that. And she, she takes off and flies off into space, destroys that star, and you know okay. blows up that whole star right, system. Right. And she's like, and and, and like, there's the it, uh, on the panel, like she has this giant fucking smile on her face as she does it. She's like, this is amazing, right? So, like, yeah, it's, it's a whole, great moment in comic book history. It is hands down. I've read a lot of comic books in my day, and I've read other articles where people say the same thing. That goes down as easily one of the best moments in all of comic book history. That moment was amazing. It, it was, was horrifying. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was completely yes. horrifying. Because uh, before that, Jean Grey wasn't necessarily your dark, sinister, brooding, broken, evil creature. And she broke hard. <laughs> Like she was one of the oh. like the centerpieces, right? Because yeah. because Beast had his own issues with you know him not wanting to have his outward mutant traits, and you know Angel had his issues where he tried to you know hide that he was a mutant. Cyclops, you know, can't his his he's, he's all fucked up. You, you already know about Cyclops. Um, Iceman was just kind of like happy go lucky, but he he kind of feel like he was trying to cover some shit up. But then Gene was just like normal, just solid, just like okay, Reliable. we're gonna help some people out. 
and reliable. Exactly. And then she just she just went. She just oh. went off the deep end. Oh, oh, and, and I, so we haven't even gotten into the most horrifying part, which is how it ends. Where yes, yeah, the the ending is they get into this uh, this intergalactic society says that she needs to be tried for what she has done. And yeah. there's a, a a battle, and at some point during this battle, to to decide what they're going to do with Jean Grey, she becomes lucid and realizes I can't control myself, and I have just enough lucidity right now to stop myself. So she turn, turns a gun turret on herself and kills herself because she yeah. realizes that is the smartest thing to do at that moment. And I was like, <laughs> that is so sacrifice. Because <laughs> she's she she comes she's back not and wrong. like. <laughs> Like, because she goes and she blows up the star, and then she's kind of like, okay, I need to kind of go back because this is kind of wrong. But, you know, the Phoenix Force is still there. Professor X kind of locks that away. But Jean realizes that she she needs to stay in absolute control 100% of the time. And she's like, you know what? I can't I can't live life like this. Like, if, if, I, ha- if I have, like, one bad thought, I might just go off and, like, destroy the planet. I can't do that. And so she kills herself. And this is after, like, she comes back and they're like, okay, we didn't see you blow up the stars, so that's fine. We can look past the fact that you fought us and everything. But then the Shi'ar, which is alien species, they show up. Like, no, 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 that bitch needs to be executed. That that's not going to happen. And so the X-Men and, and the Shi'ar are aliens that the X-Men know. Like, they are, they have been friends with them before and so another good part of that story is now it's all right i need to i i I know that my friend did something bad but i don't know that it's worth her being executed because i know she's a good person but that means i have to fight and you know like a serious fight with some of our other friends and kind of you know ruin like professor x had this good uh relationship going with lalandra the empress of the shiar and they're like, look, man, uh, I gotta, I gotta stick up for my student. She's like, yeah, I gotta stick up for the galaxy. So they're at odds now, and they're fighting, and <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, I love like the, the fact that in this story, the X Men and all reasoning kind of in the role. <laughs> like, I, I, I get where they're coming know. from. I get where they're coming from, but I kind of agree with the Shi'ar on this one. No, no, Rick's no, that's the thing. <laughs> and they even, they even recognize it, and they're like, you know what? Like, this might not be for the greater good, but we are picking loyalty over the greater good. Like, she is she is our friend. We, you know, never well, leave I a man behind. As a bunch of X-Men or a bunch of mutants who have been treated horribly by the universe, you're like, yeah, yeah, we choose brotherhood over humanity yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, or yeah, the universe. Yeah. The universe and, and, and hasn't done thing. shit for us. And here's <laughs> so. the thing. Even if you disagree with them, it's great writing because you're like, I totally get where they're coming from. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> like like so. before the battle comes, like like half of the like half of that issue is the individual X-Men kind of coming to terms with themselves about the fact that they're willing to fight for basically like a mass murderer, right? And that they are that they are fine with it. They're like, you know what? This is it, it's not. She's it's not our great, mass I, murderer. Yes, I've I've made my choice, and I'm going to do it. And so, so you know, we're kind of coming to the close of the episode. So let's go back to the to the Dark Phoenix movie. Yeah, I was about to say something about that too. <laughs> yeah. So, so my issue, my concern about this movie is. We just fucking met Jean Grey, like the last movie, 
and she wasn't the star of the movie. She was kind of a bitch when we met her in the fucking movie because, like, she sees Cyclops has his eyes covered. She's like, watch where you're going. Like, I can't, bitch. I got shit on my eyes. But you, you see that. Also, you're a telepath. You can read my mind. You know, I've had a bad day. I don't know why you're being a bitch to me. Whatever. Anyway, she was so a now, teenage girl. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And they're all bitches. It's fine. It's cool. It's, we all grow out of it. We were all teenage boys. We were all dicks. It's it's a thing. It's fine. Yeah. It's cool. But my, but my point is that we don't have, like, this whole backlog of knowing her as a good person where, like, as an audience, we would go, oh, yeah, I could see how you would be conflicted about stopping her versus not. Like, this movie is just going to be like, she's going to go bad. And you're going to be like, ah, well, she's a bad apple. Let's just kill that one and then move on, right? So, I, I don't know. That's my concern I, my for that movie. Is- after we went through all of that to describe how great the original story is, I came to terms with the fact a long time ago, unless you're willing to do the MCU route where you're going to spend a long time setting it up, which I don't think Fox is, well, I mean, now they don't even have the opportunity to. If you're not going to do that, which I don't even think you should have the expectation of, then don't try. Just don't do the Dark Phoenix saga. There are plenty of X-Men stories you can tell. Why do you keep gravitating back to this one? This is fine as a comic book. Just leave it as a comic book. I'll read that. <laughs> oh no, they could do it. They could, they, you know, because if they're going to do like the X Men kind of series, like they could do a bunch of movies that kind of leads up to this, mm. where it's just kind of like you set these things up, and just like they did with Infinity War, like it mm. could be the plan because it's it's a pretty monumental fucking story when it comes down to the end of it, right? So <laughs> I could see them doing it, but. Not like this half-ass, we're just going to throw one movie out and be done with it. Like, nah, nah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to see the goddamn movie. I'm going to see it in theaters. <laughs> has, has, it has, it. has the book been republished like uh, like a large print, soft cover, hardcover book? Yeah. Probably, I, I, yeah. I, Actually, yeah, I, I have, have the original issues and I have a graphic novel version of it. Uh, and I'm thinking about purchasing a hardcover because I can all but assure they're going to come out with one. Um, is the graphic novel uh, trade size or is it larger format? It's trade size. Uh, the one that I have, I bought way back when I was in like college. So it's trade size. Okay. Uh, I, I, if they were to come out with a larger format, it'd be beautiful. I mean, as much as I may not like the person, I think John Byrne is a beautiful artist. <laughs> I, I think yeah, he's right. a terrible person, but he's a beautiful artist. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know no, what you don't. John Byrne has done. You don't, because we've been down that road before. <laughs> I, I will say my two bits on this movie, which are very minimal. I love this movie universe, and I recognize that this is the end of it. So I'd really like them to go out on a high. I didn't see anything in the trailer I hated, but I'll admit that the buzz I felt was pretty much just the buzz of seeing another X-Men movie. And you could have just put clips of any of these characters in there and I would have gotten excited. So I can't necessarily say the trailer blew me away. It just got me excited that there were there's going to be another one last X-Men movie. And I hope it's good. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I hope and it's you know, good too. Actually, no, I, hope yeah, it's good, I don't I think. expect it to be. And and you know, as a as a quick aside, the, my I do have an issue with them doing the Phoenix movie if they don't make it a cosmic force because it is so powerful. So if you just make like another really strong mutant, then this goes back to my thing of the level ten, just, Patrick. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe we should just kill all the mutants because every time these little fuckers get born, they like destroy half a planet. Uh, you know, I, I was, yeah, didn't used yeah. to be that guy, but it's, now I'm turning into that guy watching these movies. Storytelling. 
Don't even yeah. get me started on Magneto and Apocalypse. So that guy exactly. clearly killed thousands of people, but I guess we're okay with it. <laughs> he killed a bunch of people before, man. Like, this is not the first time Magneto's murdered somebody. <laughs> I know, but that shit was global. <laughs> He was gonna. He was gonna do the Cuban Missile Cry. He was gonna kill everybody. Let's whatever. I mean, we we know we know what we married when we got Magneto. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. So, My yeah, favorite I, part of the X Men cinematics is Deadpool. I yeah. Deadpool. Even though He's it cool. just kind of scrapes the edge. I got. I got a taste. Deadpool is the reason that I hated X Men Wolverine. Uh, origins for the longest time. And I'm not even that big a fan of Deadpool, but I was a big enough fan to know that that character got fucked over. I was like, wow, you massively fucked over Deadpool. But without Wolverine Origins, we wouldn't have gotten those great Deadpool jokes about Wolverine Origins. Hey, true enough. Fair, but still, the hell of a price to pay, though. If you yeah. ask me. Honestly, without X-Men Origins Wolverine, we wouldn't have gotten the Deadpool that we got. Yeah. Like, that was why... That's why Ryan Reynolds did it because they're like, if you want to ever have access to these rights, we're going to do this movie. So yeah, no, I mean, know. I I don't disagree with everything that you're saying. You're absolutely right. I just still they. Oh no, it's still a shitty movie. That yeah, is, no, no, that no, is, shitty is, movie. I hate that movie. That is whenever it. you guys talk about shitting all over a character that you love, that is what I for that is what I go to. Deadpool and X Men Origins. Holy shit! <laughs> yep, that is. Yeah. The prime example of fucking over a character. Yep. <laughs> and, and they fucked over most of those characters in that movie. Fucking Blob was in that movie. Ugh, Ugh. Jesus. Jesus. All right. Anyway. Anywho. We yeah. had a website. You should go check it out. It's scifishow.net. You know what? I would say we were on Google Plus because we were, <laughs> but that shit doesn't exist anymore. So. <laughs> No, it does not. Uh, yeah, that, I was going true. through some old forums today, old posts, and then people were all talking about how everyone was migrating to Google for uh, Google Plus. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were there. If you had been there, sorry, we won't be posting any updates because uh, it's gone. We're on Facebook though and Twitter. Our Twitter feed is really simple. We're at Sci-Fi Show fb.me forward slash sci-fi show if you want to get us on Facebook. Uh, There's another thing you can do to raise a little money to pay for the show. We have an Amazon associate link. If you do your regular shopping at Amazon and use our link to get there, Amazon gives us a little taste and it doesn't cost you anything at all. We would appreciate it. It's the Extra Life page on our website, scifishow.net. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is my Michael. <laughs> Let's try that again. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. What the hell is a G1? Yeah. <laughs>